Snowball Spa. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now, here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Wednesday morning out there, Western Oklahoma. Welcome to the Skinny on Sports, right here on 98.1 FM, the Sports Animal. We're glad to have you along here for the next hour. We'll get into some of the signings. Man, there's been some big money spent in the Major League Baseball signings. One of one a huge one that's coming down the pike today. It looks like Aaron Judge will remain a Yankee. I think I saw nine years, 360 milli. It's not bad. It's almost that's that's nearly Jared Atham money. Nearly. I mean, it's close, but it's close. That's what I've always respected about you making all that money and then coming in here for an hour every day. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Thunder tonight in Memphis. We can get some NBA stuff. Uh, we didn't get to the NFL yesterday. Um, races for home field advantage are tightening up. It's going to be interesting the last few weeks. I had his Baker done yesterday <laughs> after reports of him being released. Now he's been signed. Is this going to be kind of his last shot with the Rams? Interesting story on ESPN. Have you read anything about Andrew Luck? No, I know. No. There's a long story on ESPN that posted yesterday, and I got into it this morning. And basically for the first time ever, well, for the first time since 2019 when he retired out of the blue, he tells the story of why. Man, it's, it is fascinating. Okay. Part of it makes you think, really? What a millennial. Okay. And then other part of it makes you think, golly. I don't blame him. So we can, uh, I'll, I can kind of get your thoughts on that as I tell you about it. Uh, what's your top five in the NFL this week? High school hoops from last night. Oak City and dominated Clinton. A good performance by both the Elkettes and the Big Elks. Some other results from the small schools as well. As Jared figured out that he forgot his paper. I forgot mine. Don't worry. We both forgot our papers. I'll go with the top of my head. I'll try. That's what I'm going to try to remember too. Uh, so the high school hoops. And then also today is one of those days that uh, the date ought to just trigger in your mind. December 7th. And it's one of I, – I, there's two days of the year where, like in my mind, this is why Twitter was invented. And this is one of those days. And I'll tell you, if you tweet – you can follow along an account that is it's just an awesome experience throughout today um, on, on Twitter with what happened. Uh, gosh, how many years ago is that now? Almost 80? 81. Is it 80? Not 80. 79. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, 80, 82. Yeah, 81. It's just 2022. Yeah, I was 80, thinking it was 23. I'm, I've already moved on to the next year. <laughs> yeah, 81 years ago. It's really cool uh, to be able to, to follow along. So uh, we'll get there. As well, two two five nine six nine eight is the phone or the text line. That's two two five nine six nine eight. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things, whatever else might be on your mind. Whoa. You okay. Feel free to chime in. Two two five. Are you getting there with me? <laughs> Man, that was wild. It was like snot entered my oh nose we, slash. We, we don't need a play by play of that. And I couldn't talk. Ugh. Oh. Two two five nine six nine eight. If you're going to be outside the listening area, stay in touch with the show. Log on to kadsan.com. 
Download the Paragon app. The app has it all. Radio stations, the Penny News. Brand new edition of the Penny News hit the website last night at midnight. ThePennyNews.com. Start to be able to get the print copy of the Penny News this afternoon. And by the end of the morning, you can get it anywhere. Big Elk TV and Paragon TV. Five County starts tomorrow. Paragon TV will have a whole bunch of that covered for you. And then also uh, Big Elks they, they off the rest of the week, two games to finish out the pre-Christmas schedule next week. Um, Skinny on Sports Podcast as well. If you miss the show entirely, you can find us on KADSAM.com or iTunes. Hi, Jared. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. December 7th, 1941. Is a day that will live in infamy, as uh, President Roosevelt said all those years back. Um, it's one of the couple of days throughout the year that uh, you reflect. You know, it, it makes you reflect back on what what happened all those years ago uh, out in out at Hawaii. And I mentioned Twitter, the USS Arizona, which it's the the famous slash infamous ship you, you the 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 really indelible pictures mm-hmm. from that day or, or from it they, there's a Twitter account the USS Arizona and today they will live tweet those events from 81 years ago and it is it, it's just fascinating pictures that you've never seen it seems like they dig up different pictures every single year from the day from from Pearl Harbor Day and the base so they 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 tweet it as it's happening as, as it's, if it were happening as is, as if it was December 7th 1941 Correct. minute by minute each basically sh- strike everything yes yes as if the as events if Twitter event it's were as unfolding. if Twitter were existed or Correct. existed back in nineteen okay. But also with the knowledge of what we've learned over the past eighty years of how it all came about, right? Right. And sure. so yeah, it'll uh obviously right now it's it normally starts about ten, maybe, nine thirty or ten, because that's when, you know, Hawaii was waking up, basically, that day. Mm-hmm. And so uh it, it it, it'll get going here pretty quick. It, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah, Ari, Ari Fleischer does this on September 11th. He was the, mm-hmm. you know, the press secretary for President Bush at the time. He will, he will do the exact same thing for the events of 9/11 mm-hmm. uh, as he, as he lived them on that day from his post there um, as the press secretary. But yeah, the USS Arizona is the is the Twitter account. And it's uh, it's it's really it's cool, but it's also kind of sobering as well. Once you start seeing um, the different pictures and the different the different facts that have come out later on um, through that Twitter account. So if 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 you if that's your thing or at all whatsoever about um, just the the history of of what this day is, that's a it's a easy way and a very educational way. To yeah. be able to to kind of relive those events, and, and there's something different every single year, something new that has come out, either a, a, a trove of pictures or, or what have you, um, throughout the day to day on Twitter. So that's I would highly recommend that um, to to, uh, to to go back and relive the events of December seventh, nineteen forty one. Interesting. 
No wonder I couldn't add. I typed in 44. I fat-fingered the one there <laughs> when on the list. <laughs> That's like, wait a minute. Uh, high school hoops last night. What happened in Canute? Uh, <clears throat> Frederick came to town, and um, I, you don't see a lot of regular season schools from 3A take on schools from Class A, but that's what happened last night, and uh, Frederick uh, very... Uh, as I suspected, had a you know a lot of a lot of numbers, deep bench. Um, the girls' game, Canute started hot. I'm going off top of my top of my head. They were up 20 to eight after the first quarter, but then here comes Frederick, and uh, they they stepped it up defensively and um, started hitting their shots and and chipped away at it and chipped away at it. Uh, it was a one point lead for Canute at half. And third quarter was kind of back and forth, uh, but Canute credit them. Frederick never had a lead; they had the one point, uh, uh, got it to one point multiple occasions. But Canute was able to keep them at arm's length, uh, made some key shots, and pulled away in the fourth quarter. Uh, Kylie Smith was good again; she had a, uh, twenty points, um, and uh, I mean just continuing her hot run that she started on Friday night when she had twenty six against Merritt and had twenty. Um, last night, so maybe that merit game was uh, something that we can put a pin in and go. That's when Kylie started to go play senior level high basketball. So kind of keeping an eye on her and, and what she can do moving forward, especially coming up with the five county because that's going to be a tough three game stretch, and she's key. Um, the boys' game when you see Frederick take the court. Again, a lot of numbers. Uh, there are just two games in their season before last night. Uh, looking at it, they had a successful football run. I think they only had like two losses. And they had some size. They had some height. Um, dunking it in the warm-ups with ease. Not one of those fingertip dunks, right. you know. Lay it in and grab the rim. It, it, was, <laughs> it, it was real rear back, throw it down. And <clears throat> I thought... <clears throat> Canute's uh, shot better be on because I don't think they're going to have a lot of success inside. And that's how the game started. It started Frederick was having success inside. And um, they got up like 11-6. to six. And then here comes Jackson Beck, who found his money spot in the corner. He had 16 first quarter points. He finished the game with 36 let's just get that out of the way he finished and that was and I asked his dad you know he's a sophomore so what is his I can't remember last year what what was his season high is it something in the 20s so well he passed that so uh when he gets going he's a guy that's able to fill it up in a hurry he did in that first quarter like I said he had uh, 16 points um and, and Canute just won going away um and I was really impressed with the spacing that Canute did or that spread out that long defense and that allowed players like Kyron Winery, Keaton Winery, even Jackson Beck to drive in and uh, make tough contested shots at the hoop despite the size or get themselves to the free throw line. It was a it was a really good game plan from Coach Steffes. And it was offensively and defensively their best game so far this season. I mean, no, it's early. We're only eight games in, but it all worked for Canute last night. The shots were falling. The defense was all in sync. And then with uh, 
the outside shot wasn't falling. They're running that offense. Uh, they, the way they spread it out and ISOed some players to find uh, penetration in the middle or drive in, uh, dribble drive, penetrate, and, and have success at the hoop, it all worked. So you you can kind of see that vision that Coach Steffes has when he's playing those freshmen. He's, he's rotating those young guys in, mixed in with the experience of Jackson Beck and Kyron Winry. You can see what what's possible, and it was it was really good last night. So two wins for Canute. Yeah, it's always tons of fun too when the ball goes through the hole like that. Oh, they couldn't miss. Jackson Beck couldn't miss, and the other guys fed off that. You That's... see that a lot too. Kyron Winry had a couple of threes, and, and he'll tell you he's not an outside shooter. He'd rather drive in and, and muscle his way in, but even he his shot was falling, and um, but yeah, guys feed off that when they see guys. Man, he's hitting everything, and this kind of builds the entire team up and builds up that confidence and it all started with Jackson Beck's 16 points in the first quarter yeah that's exactly what I saw in Elk City travel to Clinton last night and yeah. in the girls game right off the bat Kalen Burton hit two threes and it was like you could see everybody on the floor wearing the brown jerseys yeah like this is our night and not it's not a shock that she's made him she's knocked down threes to start the year but just back to back bang bang it's six nothing then it was eight nothing then it was 11 nothing and everybody was in in the flow of things um abby brown she scored more points probably than 18 in her young career just a sophomore but i don't know that she has played a better floor game yet she was under control she's fast anyways uh, playing defense, she got her hands on the ball a bunch of different times, set up her uh, uh, teammates. She, she led the team with 18, probably had, I mean, just off the top of my head, I can remember four or five assists for just easy buckets down low. Uh, one uh, coming out of the, the break at halftime, uh, behind the back bounce pass that led to a Campbell Rainey and one. Just, I mean, just sweet uh, ball handling and, and was able to to really control things there in the first half. The Elkets put up 47 in the first half. Uh, 24-5 lead at the end of the first quarter, and you're thinking, man, if they do this again, it would be 48-10. to 10. Well, they almost did. It was 47-10. to 10. Uh, And then in the second half, uh, played a bunch of different players. Uh, Brown with 18. Everybody outside, I think everybody on the roster scored, but maybe two. Uh, so it was the, the stat sheet was filled in a 64-23 win for the Elk City Elkettes. I look back, uh, they've put up 61 against Ardmore, 41 against Weatherford. On, on Saturday and then 64 last night. Uh, last year, I think the high, if, if my numbers were right from looking back, 57 was the high point game a year ago. So they've already done that twice in the first three games, uh, putting a, putting another, just a, the higher mark out there uh, with scoring the basketball. Coach Ham and I talked about it at halftime. Uh, the, the, the Elkettes look more athletic, and this is the third year that a bunch of them have been uh, with Coach Lev in the offseason lifting and running. And, yeah. and I think you can start, you're starting to see the fruits of that labor uh, athletically for the Elkettes. They just look, they just look stronger and faster. Some, uh, some of the, the times they, you know, get bumped and off the ball and, and lose it, they're handling it and even maybe uh, being able to go up and score through contact in situations where there aren't fouls called. So a uh, good start uh, for the Elkettes as they've got Jones coming to town a week from Tuesday, have Friday off. Uh, Jones is a two-time defending 3A state champion, so that's going to be uh, another tough one. Uh, but uh, the Elkettes were great. And then the Big Elks got their first win of the season, 58-37 over Clinton. It was a game that they um, Clinton started out 5 nothing, and you thought, oh. And then Elk City scored 14 in a row. 14-5 uh, to uh, was the score at the end of the first quarter. Caden Dunlap paced the Elks through the, through the first half. He had 17 at halftime, knocked down three threes in the first half. 
uh, Kai Keys in the third quarter when Elk City led by 10 at halftime, ballooned that lead out to, I think, 19 at one point in the third quarter. Kai scored the first seven uh, of the quarter. Um, was a perfect seven for seven from the free throw stripe. The Elks as a team, I think 20 of 26 free throwing last night. And, and you know, it was just a, a really good performance. Defensively, they were good on the defensive glass. Offensively, uh, Dunlap knocked down shots. And when when the, the ball went up, Elk City pounded the offensive glass. I thought Blake Red, Bryce Mouse, those guys down low, really – there, there was numerous times in the first half – where offensive rebound led uh, led to free throws, and you, when you look at the end of the game, the Elk City shot twenty more free throws than Clinton did. But a big part of that was just offensive rebounding and then getting fouled, putting it back up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, a really good job by Coach Stevens' guys as they knock off Clinton for fifty eight thirty seven for the first win. Obviously, Jones coming to town next Tuesday. So, uh, good stuff last night from the Brown and White on the basketball floor on both sides. Uh, very encouraging signs as we move to the end of the Christmas break and then uh, starting January and just that sprint to, to the playoffs, basically. Uh, other scores, Hammond continues to roll on the girls' side. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see what happens in the five-county. If somebody, if it's Canute, if it's Merritt, if it's Arapahoe, Elite, whoever, can somebody challenge, put a, put a real challenge into the Hammond Lady Warriors at the five-county this week. Uh, Shattuck wasn't able to do it. 82-49 last night, the Lady Warriors defeat Shattuck. And then uh, Eric was able to knock off Hollis on the girls' side, 30-26. to Boys games. Uh, let's see. Hollis clipped Eric, I believe. Uh, let me see. I had that pulled up, so I didn't have to do this. But now here I am. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Hollis clipped Eric 55-51. And then Shattuck knocked off Hammond 59 to 46. I know we'll talk five county tomorrow as we kind of preview it, but in your mind, is there somebody out there uh, that, that could put a scare into the Hammond Lady Warriors? Well, I think everybody po- has at, at an argument to, to maybe if, if everything works, you know, everybody has does some good things. Um, you know, I, I look at merit and their depth. Um, you know, can they, what Coach Doherty likes to do, put three at a time and can try to, you know, keep fresh legs out there and then. You know, then there's Canute and, uh, you know, their talent with, like I mentioned, Kylie Smith and then the, the shooting that surrounds her and the inside game with Butler. <clears throat> but it all is, is, is contingent on all that being said, you have to hit your shots. I mean, I, I'm, I'm stating the obvious. If you're going to play with a team like Hammond that is, is really, really good, appears they're making a, scoring a lot of points, um, to, you got to counter that with points of your own and then let what you do best maybe overtake that, overtake that Hammond team. But they're good. I mean, they're incredibly good. Uh, we saw that last year and kind of had a feeling like, man, they could be better next year with what they got coming back. And and it's so far, it looks like the case. But, I mean, they're, you know, I mean, I would say if you're asking me who could contend, I'd say Merritt, maybe Canute. Um I'm not ready to say Leedy just yet because I've seen him and I, I saw what Canute did uh, against Leedy. Um, I think those are maybe the two that um, that could compete with. Yeah, and a rap, I mean, if, if Katie gets yeah, nuts. Yeah, if Katie goes nuts. I, I don't know why I missed, left out <coughs> yeah. Arapaho. And, you know, they have the advantage of being in, in their home gym. That's right. Um, and, yeah, and, and Edlin is capable of taking over a ball game too. But that's 
all well and good. Like Kylie Smith is able to take over a ball game. Katie Edlin is too. But the supporting cast has to help. They ha- there has to be other pieces. I mean, you have to be an extremely special player to be the difference in a game as far as the only one able to do something and no one else does nothing. You have to have that supporting cast sure. around her. And if you know, if that's not the the thing is about Hammond, there's like I mean there there's there's West, there's uh who help me uh Chaney, Binkley, Chaney B- a bunch I mean of them. The, yeah, and there's they are they have about three of those players, maybe more, that are capable of, okay, if it's not her night, there's two others that might be their night, you know. So you you almost have to play perfect basketball to beat a team like Hammond. I guess is what I'm getting at. There are and, and that's why you play. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you get on the court, you throw it up, and let's see what happens. Yeah, you could see uh, like Edlin getting going early, and then you know drawing defense and somebody or a couple of players helping her out, knocking down shots from the outside. Uh, you know, just enough. Kylie obviously getting in the lane, creating opportunities for everybody else. If Jade goes crazy, or or you know any of the other the players around the perimeter. Uh, for Canute, mm-hmm. I mean, you can you can see the pathway to doing it, but like you said, it's a lot easier said than done mm-hmm. once you actually get out there and playing. I, I expect there to be. I don't know who it is, or even Merritt throwing all the the waves of players. Yeah, Adam, you know, I I don't know who it's going to be. I, I don't, but I think there's going to be a game in the five county that, with a couple of minutes left, it's a game. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's going to come down to making some plays at the end. And that's and I, I guarantee you, Coach Beer is want, wanting to see that, waiting to see that, right? Right. And, and want, I wanted to see what – get her girls in a game that's, uh, that's competitive to how the do you, Yeah, you can overwhelm somebody in three quarters and cruise in the fourth. But, you know, there are coaches that want to see how do you respond to adversity with two minutes left, 90 seconds left. How do you respond to that? You know, Canute saw that at Merritt, you know. Um, you know, talking in the halls or in the lobby is like, man, you know, kind of that that helps. That helps a team, you know. You don't, and sometimes when you get later in the season and they're still say they're fifteen and zero or something like that. Anybody, I'm not just saying Canoe, but say Hammond. You know, there's some people kind of wish they. You don't well, want to see them lose their first game in the playoffs. I can't believe we <laughs> haven't brought this up. It just slipped my mind. I don't want to say first... I hope someone loses, but no. you see what I'm saying. Well, but here's the bigger the deal. picture. You want to? I can't believe I haven't brought this up in the first three days of the show, but we saw it Saturday. We saw this exact same thing happen Saturday with the juggernaut oh. that was the Cushing football team. Right? They hadn't been in a game that was even remotely competitive, basically in the second half, and then all of a sudden, watching that game. When Wagner made it tight and even tied it up going into the fourth quarter, you could see those guys. It, it, it wasn't necessarily a panic, but they were all trying to make the play mm-hmm. instead of just doing what they had done that got them in that situation. But it was a situation they hadn't been in all year long. Right. And Wagner was able to to, to pull that upset. And, and I think when you look back, you go watch that fourth quarter – some of the plays that Wagner was able to make were were simply because the Cushing guys were trying to do too much. And that's yeah. in football. It's way easier to do that in basketball negatively. Mm-hmm. Trying to do too much on the basketball floor with one player. So, yeah, yeah I, I guarantee you any of the those teams that have state tournament aspirations, if whether or not it be Canute or Hammond or Merritt or whoever, or Apo Butler, Leedy, 
they want to see their their guys or gals in tight spots throughout the season that way like you said it's not the first time in the you know the the regional final and it's kind yeah. of looking around going uh oh what do we do now right and that's uh man I, I would love to find you mentioned upset of the of the decade for on Cushing well, I know we don't set lines to games, but I mean, with the way well, that they, they beat them forty-two played, to nothing. Yeah, the way the way Cushing looked going in, um, yeah, that everyone had circled Cushing. Well, you know, they're going to win that one. Moving on, and it jumped out twenty-one to seven, and looked okay. Katie barred the door. Here it goes, and then Wagner was able to just stay the course, unlike anybody had been able to all season long. You know, they're just on that topic alone uh, of high school football uh in basketball we always say it's always hard to beat a team three times in one season yeah in football i think it's always hard to beat a team two times in one season like when you get them in a in a rematch well especially when you i mean look at the clinton spread. game last year with elk city you know clinton, yeah. clinton won big and then that second game the semifinal, it clinton it was tooth and nail to the very end mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened the only difference was uh wagner was able to pull it off yeah uh, Billy, no, there was not a fight. JV game had a small little scuffle. I wouldn't even call pushing and shoving. Oh, at the Clinton? Clinton Oak City, okay. yeah. There, in, the, in the JV boys game there, there was a small little ruckus, maybe. I don't even know if ruckus. Dust up. How about a dust up? Okay. Where there, I mean, maybe someone got pushed, but there was a whole bunch of guys that were standing around looking like they sort of wanted to fight but really didn't maybe hold me back hold me back yeah a little bit of that hold me back i'll get you i mean if you let me what's stopping you let's go bro Uh, a bro off it was a bro kind of a little bit you see it a lot you see a lot in the nf or the uh, nba when nobody really wants to fight right they want to look like they might look like they want to fight but they really don't want to fight yeah uh 24 21 was the wagner cushing score wagner kicked a field goal as time expired 36 yarder uh, to win the 4A championship. It's crazy. I mean, just crazy the, the way that, that thing happened. Uh, there, it, it's, it's why you play the game. Yep. Because you, yeah. nobody outside of Coach Condit and the Wagner Bulldogs, and, and let's be honest, do you think every single one of those guys in that locker room thought they were going to win? Um, I'm going to say no. No, 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 no. I think there was some that thought, oh, well, darn at least we were on the opposite side and got to the championship game. <laughs> we bring home a trophy. That's right. Instead, they brought home the gold. They brought home the gold. A huge upset. And I, I was trying to rack my brain thinking, okay, what was – I mean, any bigger would be somebody, say, outside of like Wagner or Clinton doing it. You know what I mean? Because they have the pedigree of always been in that championship game. That's right. But if it was, say, say, say uh, uh, Poto was able to get by Wagner last – or the week before or – you know, anyone, you know what I mean? Or us. I mean, let's just say it. Yeah, because... Those city doesn't have the pedigree that, that Wagner and Clinton have, but they well, were able to and, pull that up. And maybe shame on us, because we didn't, we didn't go in here and go preview that game hard, but I'm like you. I was like, well, it's going to be Cushing, easily. That was the best, one of the best well, they, teams I've seen in a decade. Well, not only what we saw, but also they already beat them 42 to right, nothing. It's right. not like it was a brand new matchup. But I will always take that game from last Saturday, that championship <clears throat> game, and always remind myself, okay, if it's yep. someone like a Clinton or Wagner or Jinx or Union or somebody that's in that championship game, they, you might want to step back pay and attention think, because yeah. they know they don't go there with wide eyes and looking at the bright lights. That's, like, this that, is We've been here before over and over again. That's true, and that's all well and good. 
but that doesn't mean you win the game. No. You know what I mean? And, but it and, doesn't necessarily mean that they're out of it. I mean, that, that I could see – we we just saw it. We've seen – Yeah, it's – I've seen and, and I've seen other games, maybe not to that magnitude, and we've seen it in the big house. Yeah, basketball, you know? but it, it feels like basketball. It's easier to do because one person matters so much more. Mm-hmm. Then you know, there's just one of five versus one of eleven. But, yeah, man, they did it. Yep. Good stuff. Now a day off in the five county starts tomorrow. Yeah, Bixby sixty nine to six. Yeah. Carl Albert, hey, chance hey, again. No, the worst thing about Wagner winning, the Elks can't say, well, at least we lost the two-state titleist. I know. Yeah, looking up uh, the UIL. Yeah. Canadians in the semifinals. Yeah. That's here's, awesome. Here's what they've done in the playoffs. I'm rooting for them. You rooting for them? I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Uh, that Man, you know, to be honest with you, that train horn. <laughs> Or whatever that was. Well, now I get it. There was some at the last two games for Elk City. Okay, as well. <laughs> but it wasn't quite the same. Ours are probably more annoying. <laughs> so Canadian in the uh, in the playoffs, seventy to eight, forty-two to fourteen, sixty-three to fourteen, forty-five to ten, and their regular season looked like that too after, after uh, the Elk City game. Yeah. Tough schedule. I'm really, really looking forward to going there next year. Have you ever been there? Been through there. Have you ever seen the stadium? I again been through there, and I was. I think when we went up to Guyman, you're like Canadian yeah. stadiums back there, but you didn't get to actually see no, it. No, no, no. It's it is pretty sweet, the way it sets in. Kind it, of dug in. It's dug in. Yes. You have to walk kind of down the parking lots up on you the visitor walk, side. Yeah, you, you like walk kind of a hair down but then you're like at the top and then go down to your seats on the other side it's the same way that's cool uh, and it's it, it it makes you when you look when you're setting the the visitor side would be kind of on the west side and you look east in, in the way that there's this the the way it's set in there it almost except for you it's not as plentiful but it almost makes you think it's like the mountains kind of because the there's a couple of pine trees. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it it's almost like that. You're, you're making me think of it like um, like the Rose Bowl. Yeah, I've never been there. Well, you can kind of see those. You see it on TV. Yeah, But you can sure. see those mountains. I remember where I sat. I, I was in the end zone. And so yeah, I could see both on the home side, visitor side. And, and the visitor side had more of the mountains behind it. The San Gabriels? Yeah. Is it that? Oh, you're similar. There you go. What is, uh, there's another one. They built a new one. It was um, Colorado State when their old stadium was kind of right nestled in the mountains. And then they built a new stadium that was more on campus. Mm-hmm. And the locals hated it. Because it's not the same. It's not the same. They they the, It was more convenient for them because it was right there on campus. But they loved the scenic, the, the way it looked on but anyways, that's cool. I I like the scenic stuff. I'm not, I'm gonna look it up on the that's Google. Exactly, yeah, it's more sand dunes and mountains. That's exactly right. I bet. Yeah, <laughs> but it it does make you feel like you're kind of in that in that realm. I but, love. Uh, I, love I, good I don't know. Atmosphere. I you know I assume that that's right. The locker rooms are up the hill to the north. I assume that's right. <clears throat> I don't remember seeing anything else. But I wasn't paying attention because it was the 
fourth and fifth grade kids, and they weren't going to uh, be in a locker room anyways, right? Yeah. No, they're just looking for pictures. I found someone. You can't really tell depth when you're looking right above on Google Maps. But, yeah, I'm seeing what you're talking about. Yeah, you kind of park on the top. Yeah, you park up, and then you then you walk down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, da- you, you dang sure go down into the stands. Turf field looks cool. Yeah, it's turf. It's... It's cool. I mean, it it is. It's a it's a it's a neat setting, and it'd be, you know, I was there for like I said, fourth and fifth grade, or third and fourth, or fifth and sixth, or whatever it was, a couple of different times. And it had that effect because of the way it's down. Yeah, where it feels, you know, how like if you've ever been to to the Cotton Bowl for OU Texas, uh-huh. where you could kind of you can feel the noise coming to you. Right before you hear it, yeah, it was far enough across there from the from one side of the stands to the other because it's back. the The field is there, and then there's a track, and it's kind of back a little ways. You know, it almost had that effect where you could see hands like arms go up before you could actually hear oh, okay. the noise coming from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was just, and it, it, that was neat. It was really neat uh, there. So, and I can't imagine what it's like on a Friday night. With a high school football game, so that's uh, that's going to be a cool trip, I think. Well, I bet it, that uh, whole effect makes those horns sound a lot louder. Yeah, the horn probably be close enough to you that it, you you don't you don't <laughs> see the the smoke go up before yeah. you hear the the loud the loudness of that. That'll be a fun one. I'm looking forward to that trip. Yeah, th- this is true. Visitor side is out of the sun. That's exactly right. Yeah, you're right. It, it is. It, you got trees on because the it's down and, and it's down to where. Yeah, it's chilly. Well, we'd be there when we sep- were there. September, though. Yeah. Yeah, but in the mornings, fall morning, a crisp fall morning, yeah. it yeah. was you're in the shade, and it was a little bit chilly. Everybody would actually get up and stand up on the top, where they could feel the feel sun. The sun. Good deal. Good deal. Eat at Cattleman's. We're getting. Uh, yeah. There's a good steakhouse there. I was trying to think of Cattle the Cattle Exchange. Cattle Exchange. We ate at a place. We might have to leave really early. We had a place there. I can't remember what it was called. It was a little sandwich shop. They made their own bread, made their own buns for hamburgers. Dude, it was awesome. And the one time we were there, we um, there was like a, oh, some kind of, not, not a fair, but it's the bucket. That's it. That's exactly it, TJ. The bucket. The bucket. Yes. Oh, it was so good. And there, there was like a, in the town square, they had a bunch of. It was almost like not a flea market, but it was something. Yeah. God, you know, you know, like you know the you know the deal, where there's like homemade jellies and jams sure. yeah, that you can yeah, buy yeah. and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I it was cool. Yeah. Can, Can, Canadian's a cool little town. Uh, out there in, in the Panhandle of got, Texas. Got a shout out to the bread pudding at Cattle Exchange. Oh, it's free. It's free. It's free. Oh, boy. It's closed, but their menu is at the Stumbling Goat. Stumbling Goat? I've never been there when it's been open. The Tavern. Oh, it's a tavern? Yeah. Oh, no, that sounds like a post-game destination. Yeah. <laughs> cool bar. We might just have to stay at Canadian that night. Oh, I've been to Mel's Diner. 
Oh my gosh, this is <laughs> the show's derailed. We, <laughs> I've been to Mel's Diner man, a couple of times, the, uh, just for breakfast just though. Previewing Canadian Texas here. Oh, and guess what? Hemphill County just voted not to be a dry county anymore. Yahoo! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Maybe some coldies on the way home. Oh, my goodness. There was a place, somebody will know what I'm talking about. Uh, when I was in college, uh, my buddy Wes, he had some, some friends that lived in Perryton. And there was always the big uh, the oil patch tournament out there during the summertime. Mm-hmm. And we would, so we went out there a few times from Weatherford and went kind of the same way you're talking about. And then we went to Guyman. And because of the the dry county situation, out on the hill, out on this hill in the middle of nowhere, there was like this little barn thing, and that's where you had to get beer. Because it was in the neighboring county? Yes, on the way to Perryton. You'd have to stop there and get get your cervezas. I can't remember what it was called. It's been years. The barn on the hill, that's what I would have named it. Yeah, it was something hill. It was something (laughs) Something hill. Something hill, yeah. Where that was located at. All right. Man, this has been an, an interesting <laughs> show. <laughs> I didn't think the. Uh, I'm going to text Wes. Just talking about Perry or uh, Perry talking about Canadian, Canadian Texas really blew up the text line. It did. A lot of fans for. I think we're not the only ones looking forward to that trip to Canadian Texas next year. Old man in the wheelchair ran the beer place. That's, we're talking to everybody's like, yeah, between Canadian parents, wow. everybody, knows. everybody knows. Nobody can remember the name. That is funny. I can tell I'm going to text Wes right now when we come back. <laughs> Something Hill. Something Hill. We're going to talk baseball? I kind of want to talk Let's about Let's talk this. some baseball. Yeah. Talk some of these contracts. All of a sudden, Jacob DeGrom is a Ranger and you want to talk baseball. Weird well, how that and works. Verlander's not an Astro. And Verlander's not an Astro. Skildy Hill. Skildy Hill. He's not sure how to spell it, but that's essentially it. Skillity Hill? Skillity Kill? <laughs> you know, texting can be, autocorrect can be a thing, but something along yeah. those lines. Skildy Hill, I was thinking. How many times I've texted Duck, and I didn't mean to text Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Apple. You're ducking wrong, man. <laughs> Yeah, Skildy Hill. Lots of people have been there. You know how you know when you know you're old. Like, I can give you a lot of reasons, but no. What's your when reason? you tell about the glory days of having to drive to Texas to get six exactly. point exactly <laughs> annoying it was. If you let anybody know when you're in college, let anybody know you're going to go to Texas that weekend. Your buddy's like, "Hey, man, why don't you bring back some of that Texas beer?" Man? I know. It's every like, dude, time. Am I made of money? No, I'm not doing that. If I'm bringing back beer, it's for me. <laughs> Who didn't do it? You're right, though. It was so. If you went to Texas, you that had, was exactly. You had to. Yeah. Get us some of that six point. And that's when I learned what a dry county was. <laughs> Stop somewhere like, look, why, what? Where's the booze, man? My first trip to Skildy Hill, I thought, what are we doing? <laughs> I was afraid, like, I don't even know what I was afraid was about to happen. Some kind of chainsaw massacre or something in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and then Wes was like, well, if you uh, want to drink beer this weekend, you got to go here. I said, well, turns out that's where we're going. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Rule had to get Takati to bring back. I do remember those days. Oh, we're all getting old, aren't we? Yep. Unfortunately. 
We're all getting old. Children, you'll never, you'll never get to experience the rush of bringing back six-point beer for your buddies from Texas. Like any time, that was the best part. Sometimes of going to OU Texas, and then, and then you know, like you'd start, so you'd you'd be there. Yeah, lottery tickets as lottery well. Lottery tickets, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we've loosened course, up a little bit. Of course, state. you'd bring back like you know, you'd bring back the Texas beer to college. And then there was inevitably the one person, like if let's say you like shared a thirty pack, or three of you or whatever, there was always the one person that was like, "Man, this stuff hits harder. I am done after two. <laughs> really? I've Are always we sure it really we, matters that much. We we always talked about having this type of party in college where we'd get a keg of O'Doul's. And, and not, see who would and not tell to be anybody yeah. uh-huh. and see who was who was man i'm wasted man what, what a party yeah it would have happened yeah guaranteed <laughs> all right major league baseball signings uh degrom has gone to the text your texas rangers jared uh, we, we jump on board so we can say our texas rangers come on will never happen all right not i don't have anything against the rangers just that when i was a kid in my formative years first my dad was a, a rangers fan because he didn't want to be a St. Louis Cardinal fan like everybody else. Well, the problem for that was my favorite player was Ken Griffey Jr. Mm. And, well, guess what? That was a division rival sure. of the Rangers. So I, I don't have anything against the Rangers. I thought it was cool during the, you know, back at what, 2010, 2011. It was a neat run, uh, partly because one of the, the Ian Kinsler, the second baseman I had met uh, at Missouri mm. when, when Rope was up there and all that. So. That was kind of a personal, I guess, connection, sort of. I mean, just meeting the guy a couple of times, but uh, so that was ne- that was neat. But uh, as Jim said on Monday, when he's healthy, Jacob Degrom is probably the best arm in the game. Got to stay healthy. Let me ask yeah. you this though: Isn't it interesting that he went to Texas? Because and, and how much does Globe Life have to do with this? Because, yeah, you know, because when it was the the ballpark at Arlington, outdoors, summertime, it gets to be 150 down there uh, in August. That's all you ever heard was, well, we can't we can't get guys to come here to pitch because they don't want to go through through the grueling nature of what's going on in the in, in the summer. Now with the friendly, comfortable confines confines of Globe Life, I wonder if that makes a difference. I think that was the goal, one of the big, one of the goals of building that facility because everyone was wondering, man, why are you building this? It seems like uh, the ballpark in Arlington was ninety four was the first year. Yeah, of it. so as far as ages of of stadiums, it wasn't very old, but the heat was a thing. Um, I could never. I took my wife one time to a game, and it was a night game of all games, and she said never again. It's too hot here. You don't. There's no breeze. The jet stream is too far above you. Hitters love that ballpark. Oh yeah. Pitchers did not. So that was one of the go. And then of course fan experience was another big reason to build that to have the indoor facility, the the option of closing a roof. Um, so maybe that is a big reason why he chose Texas. Well, obviously money is the big reason, but uh, knowing that he's in a controlled environment and uh, they're in a win now mentality and. Um, yeah, so I think that's a – I mean, he wouldn't – you're right. I don't think they're going to I don't think he signs if they're still at the ballpark. Exactly. I don't think he does either. I don't think they sign other players too uh, if they're not in a facility like that. So, yeah, it's it's fun. And, you know, with Verlander now gone, 
out of, from Houston to the Mets, um, you know, does that close the gap? I'm not saying uh, Texas or anybody else is going to catch Houston as far as uh, the supreme of the of the AL West, but do you think it closes the gap uh, with Verlander out of the, I know Houston still has a lot of good pieces around them, but um, Verlander wasn't the only reason they won the World Series and they won a lot of games last year, but pitching got better in Texas and some would say it it got not as good or got a little weaker in Houston. Maybe. We'll see what happens the rest of the time here. But I, I think it, it it all it all it all comes down to DeGrom's health. If he's healthy, yeah. Because you've got a you've got that hammer at the top of your rotation. Every four or five days it's gonna go out there and give you a way better than fifty fifty chance to win a game against anybody. And that's something that, quite frankly, the Rangers haven't had since, what, when Kenny Rogers was good? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sale, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, oh, uh, who's the guy they got from uh, the Phil- – Cliff Lee? Lee, yeah. You know, th- th- those guys. But but even this is different than that with what DeGrom's shown when he's healthy. Uh, Aaron Judge is going to stay in New York. There was a lot of rumblings that he might – test the waters and head out to the Bay Area in San Francisco. Instead, he decides to stay 360 million reasons. And, and what's crazy, he's already in his 30s. And he just signed a nine-year, $360 million contract to stay with New York. I never saw him leaving. I really didn't either. Everything just seemed his game fits there. And But here's something that that I think needs we need to watch because starting with I guess A-Rod was he the first one to sign a double digit year contract back with your Rangers in the early 2000s was that the first one of those then you see Pujols doing it and then now now we see it all the time where you've got guys late 20s early 30s that are signing clear up until they're 40 for mega mega money and it's happening all over baseball Except for one place. You know who's not doing this? Even with their youngest stars. You know who's not doing it? The Atlanta Braves. Oh, okay. The Braves are not firing these out the way everybody else is. And it feels like they ought to be, right? We won the World Series a year ago. They've got all that young talent. But they're not doing it. Who'd they lose last year? Well, they lost Freddie Freeman. Freeman. But yeah. he's, you know, I mean, he... Begs the question, should they be doing it? To, to So they don't lose someone like him again? Not to him. Why would you give him that money? Right, I know, but... I mean, it, in those, not not the money, the years, though. Because he's, yeah, what is he? Time. He's got to be in his 30s, right? Well, I'm talking about, like, Acuna and all those young, young players. Yeah. They're not handing those out. And so I think that's what we're going to see. Should they? Yeah, thirty-three. Well, they're not. They're not going to give him. Yeah, you're right. But everybody else will, right? And I, I can't wait to see this experiment because in three or four years, we're going to find out if they should have. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and maybe they should have. And maybe not. Maybe not. And, and maybe they. Maybe their formula, not necessarily the new Moneyball. Because that's not what it is. They're not. Nobody is conserving money, you it's know, not, like any of that. Right. But they're also not 
they're not locking themselves into a bunch of guys for this long term the way that everybody else is. Right. I know I'm saying the name wrong. Andrew Heaney. Mm-hmm. OSU, o- OSU guy. guy, yeah. Yeah, Rangers signed him. He, he came – was he still with the uh, the uh, Angels? Um, Dodgers. Dodgers, okay. Last team he was on. Well, and they got John Gray. John Gray. They got now Heaney, who will be in the rotation, I believe. Of course, DeGrom. And Jim made a good point, kind of kind of full circles our show with how good shooting can bolster a team, you know. Good pitching can do that. He, he mentioned that on Monday. Good pitching. When, he, when DeGrom, if he goes out there and does what he can do at a high level, you know, John Gray could see that and go, okay, talk to him in the in the clubhouse, you know, get some pointers. Yeah. It, you know, it, it just sure. kind of – it kind of – it's infectious sometimes in a, in a bullpen even. So, but he's the corner piece of this, Jacob Degrom. We'll we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I I literally think it comes down to health. Yes, it does. Well, there you go. Gillette coached Heaney in high school. I believe that's right. Yeah, he's provided shoes and cleats to the canoe baseball program. I think I think that's right. So there's connection there, but that is cool. You got the OSU guy. Uh, you got John Gray, of course, went to OU. Some local local flavor. Local flavor there. I've already been looking for tickets. <laughs> oh, I figure. And and guess what? Your wife will go with you because it's not blazing hot. She's Yeah, she said that. When we went down to that concert and and we uh, and walked by it, would have been too long, uh, drove by it, the, the stadium. I said, there it is. That's the new stadium. Notice the roof, honey? Yeah, she saw all the windows and the roof yeah. and thought, ooh, that means air conditioning. And she kind of was like, oh, you could see it from her hotel room, mm-hmm. and she's more inclined to wanting to go. The girls are old enough where they'd enjoy it and remember it. Sure. And it won't be so hot. And it won't be so hot. I'm we, looking for one of those Saturday afternoon or Saturday night, Sunday afternoon games. We went Cleveland Indians were in the world, ended up being the World Series. So that had to be 95 then. 94 was a strike year, so 95. That's about right. I was in junior high. My dad, Coach Hunt. Oh, I can't remember the other parents. And a bunch of just you know junior high kids went down there to watch Texas and Cleveland. It was like the end of July. Yeah. Stadium had just opened. It was a matinee and during the week or what have you. Mm-hmm. It was – I mean, I was like 15, 14 or 15, couldn't wait. Like, see the state – yeah, you know, let's yeah. go watch the Rangers and the Indians. The Indians are good and da da da. And even I was like, "This sucks. Hot. It's too hot. Let's do something yeah. else." Yeah, we went in July. Let's go but, look at those thousands of yeah. dollar paintings. We, we went in, in July and Center field. um, we uh, like I said, it was a night game, but you know, you go and it was still day. Yeah. Once we got our seats, sat down, oh. and it's scorching. I'm just like, "Hey, don't worry. The sun's gonna go down." It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll get cleared down to like 98 yeah. by the time yeah, it's over. It, it was, they, yeah, they did not have a good time. The ladies did not. But now they've made it more family-friendly in there. Tons of options to eat. Right. The main thing, controlled climate. You know, it's interesting, the text line, we started talking about baseball, it stopped. When we were talking about cold beer, it was blowing up. <laughs> yeah. What is December? (laughs) Everybody have a great Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow right here on the Skinny on Sports. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. 
Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered around.